Hello, Screamer, and welcome to ScreamStream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror movie from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. ScreamStream is available wherever podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now Google's official podcast app, which actually isn't that good. So before I get into this week's review, I want to cover some films that I've been watching uh, since the last episode, and it's actually been quite a few films, starting with uh, The Strangers. I want to see Strangers Pray at Night, and my wife hasn't seen it, uh, or hasn't seen the original, so we watched that. And then I watched a Taiwanese film called The Tagalong, which uh, is really, really good. If you haven't seen it, it's available on Amazon Prime. For free, highly recommend that film. I think I will be reviewing that one uh, coming up soon. Uh, and then we also watched it on HBO. That's available on HBO streaming now. And then uh, I watched uh, the I two, which is on Shutter. So I got a I got a seven day free trial to Shutter. <laughs> so, but I I haven't got the full subscription yet. My wife says I subscribe to too many things already, so I, I can't I can't get a Shutter subscription. So I got the seven day free trial because I want to watch some some Asian horror. So I watched the I two, and then I wa- I started watching Rigor Mortis, uh, which is it seems really good. I haven't finished it, but I want to go back and finish it. And then I watched a film called Don't Look Up, which wasn't that good. It wasn't very scary. Is it was. Production value was there, but just not very scary. Uh, and I think that's really about it that I've been watching since the last episode, other than this week's review of Winchester. Now, I've been wanting to review this film for quite some time now. Uh, it is available for rent on Amazon, uh, Amazon, Vudu, uh, iTunes, wherever you can digitally rent films. But for us, it was cheaper on uh, Amazon, I think it was like $4.99 for the standard definition version. We don't ever rent HD because Xfinity is garbage and uh, I mean, we just don't really care that much. So we just watch standard definition. $4.99. So Winchester was written by Tom Vaughn and Michael and Peter Spierig and directed by the Spierig brothers. Uh, I think they also did uh, the new uh, Saw film. Jigsaw, yeah, they did uh, Jigsaw and they did Daybreakers, which was really good. Uh, they did another film called Undead, which I've seen around here and there, but never actually got around to watching it. I do want to watch that. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed Jigsaw. Uh, I think I reviewed that. Didn't I review that? on? Yeah, I did review that for, for Screen Stream. Uh, so I had some high expectations for this one, and we'll get into that in just a little bit. So the film also stars Helen Mirren, Sarah Snook, Finn Cicluna O'Prey, Jason Clark, M. Wiseman, and uh, Amon, Amon Farron. And for a brief plot synopsis, ensconced in her sprawling California mansion, eccentric firearm heiress Sarah Winchester believes she is haunted by the souls of people who of people killed by the Winchester repeating a rifle. And that's that's it for the synopsis. Um, so I'm not really going to say a whole lot about the acting because there's some really big actors in this film. And for the most part, they all did really well. 
I think with the exception of Sarah Snook, who I just, I don't know if, maybe it's just that I didn't like her in this role. I just thought that she came off kind of robotic. Uh, There was not a whole lot of personality there. I just didn't think she was good in this part. Uh, Now, I think I've seen her in some other stuff and she was, she was fine. But for this role, just didn't really do it for me. But as for everybody else, I thought it did a great job. Characters were really interesting, with the exception of Sarah Snook's character. But the rest of the characters were well-written. I thought their development was good. Uh, The character of Sarah Winchester, I thought uh, there's a lot of depth to her. I kind of figured, you know, I kind of assumed going into the film that that I don't know. Her character would be kind of shallow. There wouldn't be a lot of depth to it. There wouldn't, it would just be kind of here's Winchester and some bad stuff happens to her, but there is a lot of emotion involved and there is a lot of, of there's a lot of um, layers to her character, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I thought Helen, Helen Mirren did a really good job playing Sarah Winchester. Uh, Jason Clark, who played Dr. Eric Price, I liked his character. I liked his backstory. I liked the kind of struggle that he was going through. We find out a lot more about his backstory. I thought it tied in nicely with with the film and the overall plot. Uh, I liked his character a lot. And then we had uh, Henry, uh, played by Finn Sickle-Opre. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think he was kind of like, he was the catalyst for the main plot point. I think he was okay. I don't know if he's done anything else before this. Let me let me take a quick look. All right, so he's done a few things. Uh, one, two, three. Like he's done six other things. I think it could have been a little better, but it was okay for what it was. Uh, as far as his character goes, I think his character could have been fleshed out a little more. I thought it was a little one note and kind of fell a little flat for me. But I mean, it 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 wasn't like a deal breaker for the film. As for the special effects, visuals, I liked them. Nothing looked super CGI. They were well done. A lot of production value. Um, so I'm, I was okay with that. I liked the set design. The set was gorgeous. The cinematography, I loved it. I loved, um, I loved the colors. I loved the the camera movements. The way. Uh, things move throughout the house because the house is like a character in of itself and the way we move through it and the way it's shown, uh, the way, uh, we move through hallways is, was just really well done. I love that a lot. Cinematography was great. And I think, you know, it could have been real tricky because of all the, the corners and the way things moved. And I think maybe some of the house was CGI. It could have been, I don't really know. And I think maybe some, a lot of it was, or seemed like it was, you know, built in like a, a sound studio or something. Um, yeah. So the way the cameras moved throughout the house and revealed little bits here and there, I thought that was really well done. I love that a lot. Uh, and as for the plot and the overall story, it was good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like exceptional and it wasn't terrible, but it was good. And, you know, I've, I've seen some comments where people, you know, 
They say that it, it just kind of completely glossed over all the atrocities that the family had committed. And I get that. I understand why people would be upset about that. But you have to understand, they they have a limited amount of time to make these films. Um, budget, you know, you, you have to work within your budget. You can't really, you can't tell all this stuff. You can't do a whole history lesson in an hour and a half. You just can't. So you have to take the best parts of the story. You have to make that entertaining. You have to kind of, you have to find the best way to intertwine that with actual history to come up with a good film. I think that's what they've done. They, they touched on a lot of the family history as much as they possibly could. They portrayed it as, I mean, she stated in the film that, you know, she was upset and, and guilt ridden by what her husband's company has done. And they made that perfectly clear. So, I mean, sure, they probably glossed. I mean, they probably didn't go into it a whole lot. But like I said, you have an hour and a half and you're trying to tell this other story about something that happened. You got to do what you got to do. And and stuff gets left out. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I'm sure it sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. I I still thought the plot was entertaining enough. I liked it. Like I said, it wasn't the greatest thing, but it wasn't the worst thing either. As far as like scare factor goes, it was pretty scary. <laughs> I have to admit, I I don't know what it is about jump scares, but they get me every single time. I think a film like this really needed them because I don't know if it was, it wasn't really like a tense film. There wasn't a lot of suspense or, or like build up. You just like jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. But I don't think they were cheap, and I I think they were well-timed and well-placed, uh, and maybe that's why they got me. But I love the jump scares, and I felt this film really needed it. You know, a lot of times, I always say films rely too much on jump scares, but I think this film needed them, and it had the right amount, and they were well-timed. And, I mean, the movie's scary. It was scary. I maybe jumped quite a bit. And there were some, there were some really creepy moments in there um, that I liked a lot. Overall, I think the film is good. Uh, it's worth a rental. It's, I think it's worth the four ninety nine to rent it. Uh, if you can buy it cheaper, like on DVD or or Blu ray, if you see it like in the bargain bin, I would do that because I do, I would like to go back and kind of watch it again. And look for like maybe some Easter eggs that I missed or, or some other things, some other like minor details that, that I didn't get to see. I would like to go back and watch that. And if it had like special features or, or something like that, it has a 5.4 on IMDb currently. I think that's really low. That's, that's, that's a really low rating for this film, especially the, the kind of performance that, that uh, Helen Mirren gave. Like she gave an amazing performance in this film. I absolutely loved her. So I would have to give this like a 3.75 out of 5. Uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but it was pretty good. <laughs> and it was it was entertaining and it was it was kind of scary. So watch it in the dark. Uh, watch it with a group of friends. It's a fun film. I recommend it. All right, so let's move on to new streaming releases. First up we have Netflix. Uh, we have Tusk. Uh, which I actually did review that for Scream Stream 1.0. Uh, 
We have The Devil and Father Amorth. Amorth. It's a uh, documentary, horror documentary, Life After Beth, which is a horror, it's supposed to be like a horror comedy. We actually bought that film on Voodoo, but we haven't watched it yet. Uh, Under the Skin, which is like a sci-fi thriller. Super weird movie. I didn't get it. Wife didn't get it. Just weird, like really weird art house film. If you're into that kind of thing, I, I would watch it. Uh, Romina, which is a, a foreign film, Netflix original. It's in my queue. I don't know a whole lot of what, about it. I didn't watch a trailer or anything, but I might watch it. Uh, and then The Signal. This is the one with Lawrence Fishburne. I really want to see this. It's in my queue. I'll probably review it uh, coming up soon. Uh, and that's it for Netflix. And then on Amazon Prime, we have Killer Workout from 1987. Zombie Creeping Flesh. Now, this has another title. I think it was called, like, City of the Living Dead or something. Uh, I can't remember what what the other title, title for it was. But it's, a, it's an Italian zombie horror film uh, directed by Bruno Mattei uh, and starred uh, Maggie Newton and Franco Garofalo. Uh, really good. <laughs> like, if, if you're into, like, zombie gore, Italian zombie gore, it's a good one. Uh, it's like one of those must-watch kind of films. Uh, the Chosen from 2017. I've seen this cover here and there, and I've been meaning to watch it and just hadn't got around to it. But it is on Amazon Prime, so I'll probably check it out. And then we have Safe Word, Octopus 1 and 2, Head, which is looks like a, a horror, an animated horror film. Uh, anthology of Terror. Don't know what it is, but it's an anthology, so I'm probably going to watch it. Uh, the Shattering. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft's The Thing on the Doorstep. This doesn't have a very good rating, but I mean, it's H.P. Lovecraft, and I, I like I like the the stuff based on his work, so I'll probably check it out. Uh, then we have Zach Baggins' Demon House. I, y'all know how I feel about this film. I talked about it on a previous episode. I don't remember which one, but I went on a rant. I, I don't like Zach Baggins. I, I'm don't want to watch this movie, but I kind of want to watch this movie just to see what kind of stupid crap he's going to do. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, uh, but it's it's on Amazon Prime. Maybe I'll watch it just to see. Ah, uh, Zach Baggins. And then finally on Hulu, we have Bad Girl and Road Games. And that's it. And then on Shudder, we have Single White Female, Creep Show 2, The Ninth Gate, Mind's Eye, Triangle, I think there was something else. Let me let me double check here. Oh yeah, uh, Mother, Leylines. I don't know what that is. The Host, A Christmas Horror Story, which I did review uh, on on uh, this show. Rainy Dog. I think these are Asian action horror films. Yeah, Jap- uh, Japanese horror action films. I don't know. And then a film called Ruin Me, which is a Shutter exclusive. Uh, and so that's what that is all of our new streaming releases. So at least there was a good amount uh, this week. Not too shabby. Normally, you know, normally we don't have a whole lot of streaming releases. So uh, it's nice to see it's starting to pick back up. So, oh, also in the theater, I did see uh, Jurassic World, which I know isn't technically a horror movie, but there are some pretty scary moments in that. Uh, if we finally went and saw it this past weekend... Uh, I know we're we're like way behind on that, but uh, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. I liked it. I thought it was good. It's kind of more the same, but I mean, it's Jurassic World. So, you know, what are you going to do? 
All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Scream Stream. Next week, I think I want to review. Uh, I think I want to review another classic film. If there's like uh, specifically from like the eighties, from yeah, from eighty to eighty nine. So if there's a classic film that you want me to review, or you think that I should review or should check out, let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, Scream underscore Stream, or on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash ScreamPod. And let me know if there's an 80s film that you want me to review, because uh, I think I'm going to do classic next week. And if you'd like to keep up with me outside the podcast, you can do so at ScreamPod.com, and I have links to all my social profiles over there. And while you're there, you can listen to all the episodes of this show. You can also subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, which kind of sucks. And if you have a movie you'd like me to review, uh, head over to the contact page on ScreenPod.com. Fill out the form or, again, Facebook.com slash ScreenPod or Twitter.com slash Scream underscore Stream. Uh, and specifically, again, next week, I want to do an 80s horror film. So if I don't hear from anything from anyone... I'll just I'll just pick a film. <laughs> There's like a couple I have in mind. And as soon as I find out or or as soon as you you let me know, I'll post it on the on the Facebook page and on Twitter what movie I'm going to be reviewing. Almost lastly, if you want to support the show, head over to uh, patreon.com/screamstream. I'm not going to have tears anymore, you know, just tears. Not T-E-A-R-S, but like level contribution thing. I'm not going to do that anymore. Just There's $1 contribution. You can give as little much as you want. Uh, I'm just asking for some help uh, supporting the show, paying for like hosting and websites and all that stuff. So if you want to support the show, you can do it that way. Or uh, head over to the merchandise store. It's at teepublic.com slash stores slash scream dash stream and uh i have a bunch of like indie artists t-shirts in the store there's a scream stream shirt there um and if you buy one i get a commission the artist gets a commission everybody gets a little bit from that and you'll be supporting the show and an independent artist so consider buying a t-shirt now finally lastly finally lastly <laughs> music used for scream stream was created by kevin cloud over to Competech.com. Until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. Good night.